What's up, what's up, what's up? It is Thursday, March 31st at 8.29 p.m. Still clean. Uh, that makes it, ooh, I don't know, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. Oh, yeah, we're on a tear, baby. We're on a tear. It's looking good. Of course, out of the blue, my sister, who whose husband is staunchly against it. She's not really against it, but um, whose husband is staunchly against it, and therefore she has not uh, engaged since being with him so many years. She te- she texts my wife and she's like, "Hey, uh, your husband got any edibles? <laughs> what is up with this? Marijuana is being legalized everywhere now. People I work with, my own family, everybody's starting to use, and that's right what I'm trying to get out. It's so bizarre. It is so bizarre, you guys. And here's the other thing to my my work colleague. I've mentioned more than once that I'm trying to quit this habit, and he constantly is like." Hey, uh, yeah, so we're going to have one of those one of those cookies this weekend? Hey, when are we going to meet up and have a little baking session? And it's just like, dude, I would never say that to somebody. Never. My wife said she goes through the same thing at work. She quit caffeine, and then everybody at work kept trying to give her coffee. We both went through it at Christmas time with my family. We had quit sugar. We don't, we don't eat sweets and desserts anymore. What did my family give us? Fucking mountains and mountains of candy and cooked a bunch of desserts. So it's just so strange because I don't feel it. I hope at least that I have never done that to someone. In fact, when somebody says something like that to me, I'm always like, oh, wow. Okay, great. I'm, I mentally file that away. I acknowledge it verbally. And uh, I would never dream. I would never dream of imposing that on somebody. No way. So it's very bizarre to me. I don't understand it. Now with my sister wanting these edibles, I don't really know what, what dose to give her because I still have my, uh, the guy I was going to give this oil to, uh, he's been sick. He's been sick. We haven't been able to go to the gym. To the gym. Excuse me. So it's still sitting in my freezer. So far, so good. I haven't, haven't felt tempted at all. But if I'm going to hook my sister up, it's like, man, I don't want to overdose this chick, you know. So I don't know <laughs> I don't know what, what size to give her. I haven't had a lot of experience with it. Um, I was always just fumbling around, and you know how it is. You start spooning stuff out, and then you're like, well, I'll take a little more. I should probably have a little more than that. Um, you know, I want to make sure I actually get high, right? Otherwise, it's pointless. So you put a little more on. <laughs> so I don't know. Probably half a tablespoon would be appropriate for her. Um, so I'm not, not sure how I'm going to figure that out yet. Maybe I'll give it some to my brother-in-law. Uh, it's for a little celebration tomorrow. So let him, <laughs> let, him, let him tell me if the dose is decent. Um but man, you know what, you guys, a crazy, crazy day at the office. Turns out uh, my principal straight up lied to my face about that field trip. Um, she's very, very sensitive. Anytime she thinks somebody is challenging her authority, she, you know, the claws come out. She gets all, all put up. But when I had brought up the idea of another field trip to her, she had said, oh, no, you can't because of the cost of fuel. And I'm like, oh, okay. She didn't say, oh, no, you can't because I said so. If she had said no because I said so, then if I continued to push the issue, then it would be challenging her authority, at least to me. But when you give me a reason like the cost of fuel, and then I find a grant that pays for the whole thing, well, then we're good to go, right? Like, Bob's your Uncle Fanny's your aunt. Let's rock and roll. So I submit it to her today. I put it in her mailbox. And so I had the whole field trip written up. And then I also had like a letter to her specifically written up. Hey, I really respect uh, the, the fiscal responsibility that you have, you follow the Dave Ramsey thing, and I, I've adopted the Dave Ramsey um, monetary handling uh, myself. 
And so, cool, let's let's do this thing. You know, I talk to my team. The one member says they're too busy to do another field trip. The other two say that they're interested in it. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your response. Well, at the end of the day, I go to leave to my diversity, equity, and inclusion committee meeting. And on my way out the door, I see her coming down the hall. And she's going into the the building reps room. You know, our teachers have a union in my state. And uh, each building has its own union rep. And just so happens that my union rep is also on the kindergarten team, which I teach. And so she's headed in there, and I look at her hand, and she's got my letter. And so I say to her, I go, oh, hey, that looks like something I wrote. And she goes, she goes, oh, yeah, I, I, I grabbed it out of my mailbox. I haven't even had a chance to read it yet. My day has been so busy. Um, coming in here to talk about something else. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, have a great day. And I leave. And I swear on all that is good and holy. I really thought she was telling me the truth. You know, I look up to this lady. I respect the hell out of her. I've always thought the best of her. I've championed her to other people. I've always been there. Um, strong supporter. Later in the day, though, I talked to a friend of mine. And, yeah, we're both pretty confident she was blowing smoke up my ass. Uh, it doesn't make any sense for her to have taken her mail out of her office, carried it to the far wing of the building, to talk with a union rep whose name was in the letter about something completely different. Uh, and there's always a chance that that fuel situation was an outright lie. Uh, so, yeah. I could be fucked, you know, the two of them, if they wanted to. They could find some way to get me out the door, probably. But here's the thing. If anybody comes and asks me about that, I told the truth. You know, I'm straight up Jordan Peterson. Tell the truth. That's what I did. I can look anybody in the eye and I can say, yeah, I, I you know, I... I was told it was because of fuel, so I found a way to pay for the whole trip. I tied it to all the state standards. I made it a point to ask everybody on my team if they were interested in going. I told her, I told the principal their responses because I expected her to push back on me in that way. Like, well, what does the rest of the team think about this? And I can say, well, this is what the rest of the team thought about this. First, I went to my team. Then I went to my mentor. Then I went to the principal to ask permission. So... You know, I, I hope it doesn't blow up into something absurd and ridiculous. If it is, you know, whatever. I, I got I got the parents on my side. Um, I, I'm really hoping that her boss, the superintendent, he de they, they definitely don't get along. He is the, the new sheriff in town and been trying to get her out the door. I hasn't really treated her very well. It's one of the reasons why I've been one of her sympathizers is because she's been overlooked so much by him, uh, intentionally snubbed, in my opinion. Uh, but <laughs> that only that only does me all the more favors, you know. Uh, I use that to my advantage, I guess. But it's just sad, sad, strange world we live in. Um, you know, she's a woman of the earth. You would think taking kids to a state park would be a great idea. I don't know who wouldn't want five-year-olds or six-year-olds to go to a state park and have a good time. So very, very strange. And I got to pause right here in order to click something. And now uh, we're back. Thanks. Appreciate that. Um, listen. I want to talk about a fitness tip, fitness tip of the week, or fitness tip of today at least, is timing your simple carbs. So part of beating this marijuana uh, addiction that we have is being well, is getting healthy, and not replacing it with bad things. You know, I struggled this morning, I, I really struggled getting out of bed, number one, I was up at two, um, had a really great dream, don't get me wrong, the dreams are vivid, and I actually had a really good one, that kind of dream, and... I don't know, that was two, and then I go back to bed, and then, you know, four o'clock comes, and, man, I'm just fucking dragging. And when I get out of bed, uh, I go sit on the can, and I end up sitting there for a long time on my phone, and what am I doing? I'm reading erotic literature. 
you know, something I've been trying to stay away from. And thankfully, I don't take care of business all the way, right? Like, so cool, I guess one positive thing, right? Didn't, didn't go all the way, had some <laughs> had energy for when I got home this evening. But the thing is, I, I ran out of time, right? So all I did today was my, my back PT and shooting the bow. And so whatever, I get in the car and uh, my stoner buddy, who I, you know, I talked to you guys about, he was a deadbeat, la la la. And then I, all of a sudden I recognized, wow, he's a wicked hard worker, like this, that, and the other thing. Well, he was almost late to work again on Monday and he still may, may have been. I, I don't know if he was being completely honest with me. I know that he was racing there. He was screaming at me about how crazy his wife was and he's doing all sorts of sketchy ass shit driving 100 miles an hour. And when I asked him, you know, what the verdict was, he, he kind of gave me the runaround. But it's been a couple of days now, he still hasn't said anything. And so, sure enough, 7.20 comes, and he still hasn't called me. And I'm like, okay, this is it. He's late. He's hosed. Uh, we always talk to each other on the way in. Calls me at 7.22. He's already at work. <laughs> he went to bed at a responsible time. And then woke up at 4.30 and got out of bed, took care of all his things, and drove to work. So... I don't know what it is about human nature that when you're not doing well that you want to tear other people down, but it's something I have to avoid. And so when we talk about healthy decisions and not replacing these cravings, you know, for me this morning, I, I replaced the, the craving with something that was unhealthy, right? Like, you know, porn in a way, like this erotic literature. And other people replace it with sugar. Sugar's the feel good, like woo, 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 woo. And here's the thing. Sugar boosts your glycemic index. Glycemic index is a measure of your blood sugar. And there are only two times you ever want to spike your glycemic index if you are concerned about your body weight. Time number one, first thing in the morning. You've been in bed all night. You haven't been eating. You've been fasting. And so if you're going to have fruit, if you're going to have yogurt, which is loaded with sugar, um, if you're going to have white bread like a bagel, get it in early. That's the time. Put the honey in the oatmeal um, because your body needs it. And what happens is there's this, I think it's called nucleogenesis. I can't quite remember, but for some reason, the human body preferentially breaks down its muscles and organs before it breaks down fat when it comes to a period of starvation. Again, fine line there. When the body goes into starvation mode, it breaks down the good parts or the quote unquote good parts rather than the fat. It stores the fat. Very interesting. And so that's one time. And the other time is immediately post-workout. Why would you do that? Same situation. Now your body is borderline catabolic. You never want to be catabolic. Um, you want to be anabolic. You want to be building. Catabolic is when you're breaking down. Your body doesn't have any energy, so it's breaking pieces of itself down um, in order to get that energy, in order to make the absolute necessary repairs in order for life to go on. And so post-workout, that's when... I like to work out right before dinner because that's when you can go hog wild, man. You get those potatoes in, um, you name it, you eat it. Just go for it. Go hog wild. Don't stint yourself. Dieting sucks. It should be a lifestyle. The problem with spiking your glycemic index in the middle of the day when there's no demand for those sugars, when there's no demand for those calories, is that they get stored as adipose tissue. For those of you who don't know, adipose tissue is the scientific name for fat. So... It's pretty simple. Calories go in. Do you have enough? Are there reasons for the calories to be used in a healthy way? If the answer is yes, great. You're anabolic. You're building muscle. Fantastic. 
Uh, is there any need for those calories? And the answer is no. Well, then they're going to be stored for later use in the form of fat. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make is those smoothies and the fruit. Lunch comes around and they're like, yeah, I, got my, I got my fruit smoothie. Well, here's the thing. Fructose actually turns down into sh- um, the, the simplest form of sugar uh, faster than glucose does. Like uh, Fructose breaks down faster than glucose, so it spikes your glycemic index even uh, even higher, even faster. Now, fruit, granted, has fiber in it, and fiber does slow digestion. Bodybuilders are very anti-fiber for the most part because it interferes with nutrient absorption in the gut. But if I were to tell you one thing, I would tell you that. Save your simple carbohydrates immediately post-workout or first thing when you wake up. And before you go to bed, you got to get some some meat and some green vegetables, and you got to give yourself something that's going to sustain that, you know, eight to 10 hour fast. Um, otherwise you're going to go catabolic and you're not going to be making those gains <laughs> with a Z. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's the old fitness tip of the week. Abraham Lincoln said, folks are usually about as happy as they make their minds up to be. And our Bible verse of the day, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Lots of love. You guys uh, remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.